Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm down on my knees in the dust. I scream from the top of my lungs. I found my way back to a higher ground. Yeah, I just want to feel alive. Welcome to Higher Ground with Chris Warren. I found my Welcome to Higher Ground, your late night sports bar on Wednesday, the 20th of October. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you yeah, come on up and join us. Uh, still a few empty stools at the bar. Grab yourself a drink and join the conversation. There is space on the open line right now if you fancy a natter. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy Doesn't have to be about sport. Me and the mad Russian between us. Well, he's got the, uh, the innocence of youth and I've got, well, maybe a bit of wisdom from experience. We're across most things. You can drop us a line if you want via the text line. Uh, maybe spark some of our, our talk topics tonight. Um, that number is 0457 736 736. Well, the new NBA season is officially up and running and uh, the one Aussie name on everyone's lips today, Paddy Mills. Um, he's begun life at his new club with a bang, a record shooting streak on debut with Brooklyn Nets. Still not enough uh, to beat Milwaukee. Uh, the Bucks finished uh, winners 127 to 104. Elsewhere, Golden State um, has won on the on the road at Staples Centre, defeating LA Lakers 121 to 114. The seven point win came despite Steph Curry labelling his own performance as trash. Yeah, pretty harsh critic on himself, isn't he? Um, and that despite he scored his first triple double in about five years. I think I'm writing say, but still. Uh, he thinks it was trash. Um, and a stack of NBA games on tomorrow morning as well. We might preview a few of those. Our T20 team is in action as we speak against India. We'll keep you across that game uh, with interest. Uh, our boys did not get off to a very good start. Uh, it's our final warm-up game, as you know, before the T20 uh, World Cup proper. Our first pool game against South Africa. That is on Saturday. The Ashes are now, what, seven weeks away? And uh, cheers to the England cricket team, I think. Uh, they could have kicked up a bit of a stink about quarantining in Queensland ahead of the uh, first test on December 8, but they haven't. Uh, they have agreed to uh, to go into quarantine up there on the Gold Coast. So it's all systems go for the Gabatoire hosting the first test um, on December 8. I see James Pattinson has called time on his uh, international career. He's told selectors that he, he doesn't want to be selected to face uh, England in this Ashes series. And, uh, well, you've got to respect his uh, decision, haven't you? Uh, he's had no luck over almost a decade, I think. Um, he's battled a number of, of injuries. Um, but, boy, he can bowl. And currently struggling, I think, with a knee injury um, and has decided to... Uh, 
to call it quits. So where do we go? I mean, he was going to be. I would have thought the first choice backup uh, quick uh, behind Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood. So it is a blow. Um, he took, what did he take? 81 wickets at 26.3 from 21 matches and played a played a, a role in Australia breaking their Ashes drought in England in 2019. So it is a blow. Uh, it will see probably Michael Nisa, um, also Sean Abbott and uh, maybe Mark Steckity come into uh, the picture. Rugby league-wise, I, I see that Canberra hooker Tom Starling has had another run-in with the law. He's been charged after an incident uh, outside a pub on the Central Coast. A terrible, I think it was, over the weekend. The 23-year-old, um, he presented himself to Gosford Police Station at 9am this morning and was charged with threatening or causing injury to potential juror or witness and behaving in offensive manner in or near public place or school. God, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Um, the gun number nine was on the on the cusp of signing a, a lucrative new deal, I think, at the Raiders. So this incident may well have implications for him uh, and also Josh Hodgson, who has been given permission to look elsewhere, even though he's got a, a year to run on his contract at Canberra. Ricky might rethink things. Um, so we'll, we'll yeah, you, you know, you, you don't want to um, cast aspersions on, on what might have happened there. I think it was uh, more of a verbal altercation. Um than any anything physical, but um, he he really needs to, to to get out of the the headlines, doesn't he, Tom Starling, or, or make headlines, but for the right reasons. I see a double page spread today too in the Daily Telegraph uh, about the Western Reds. Um, it was an interview with the former chairman Laurie Putty. Now, those of you who listen to Sports Central here on SEN at the weekends, uh, it's a show that I've been hosting for the last couple of weeks, and will be again this weekend. You will be aware that I had a lengthy chat to Laurie Putty. Um, was it Saturday or might have been Sunday? Uh, he's a mate of mine who I, I met when I helped set up the Reds way back in 1994. Uh, we might even play a few snippets of that interview um, a bit later on in the show if we get time. We've only got a couple of hours. We're here until midnight and we'd love you to be a part of the show. So pick up the phone 1300 01 1170 or drop us a text 0457 736 736. This is Higher Ground. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are indeed. And uh, welcome to all of you. Uh, the Mad Russian is back on deck. Uh, good to have you here, uh, Mad Rusky. How you been, brother? Waking up very early, Chris. It's not my style. Um, going from early to late stuff, so... I'm happy to be back with you, actually. Oh, I'm you very, very deal. happy to be back with you. You know so, the deal, mate. No, uh, I'm you delighted. Can't, you can't complain. You can't complain here, because if you do, you know, um, you know what's going to happen to you. You know what's going to happen. You get mate. ripped into. You do get ripped into. We got no, we got no tolerance here. No tolerance for that sort of stuff. I tell you what, I can hardly hear myself in here. Um, yeah, beautiful. Now, you guys up there, you're good. You're all good, 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 good. <laughs> I had, yeah, I know, settle, 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 settle. Uh, I, was, I was running Dan through the show because he was with me on Monday night and he doesn't understand. He hasn't done it for a while. No, but he didn't know that we, we had been given the green light for the live audience. Oh. So when I got in here, I said, have you fed them and given out the vouchers and stuff? And he didn't know what I was talking about. So if you're just listening to us tonight, um, Hutchie, the big boss here, uh, he's he gave approval after Freedom Day that uh, the live 
uh, studio audience was able to be bumped up to, to 20 people. Um, and and he threw in a couple of drink vouchers, a couple of drink vouchers for each of them. So that, that went down really well. I know. But it went down really well, and they are appreciative. They get louder too after they've had a, a couple of mm. drinks. But no one told Dan that he had to get the vouchers distributed. Well, they um, wouldn't have been happy with that. No, and Davo from the Roosters, oh. like he, he he was here. How on has Monday. he got in again? He's in again. I don't know. <laughs> sit there. Sit down. <laughs> sit down. He is just. I don't know how he gets past security. Lunatic, mm. uh, latte sipping lunatic is mm. is Davo, and uh, and Dan took offence at me saying that because he's a Mad Roosters fan. Well, that's a lot. Um, They're not quite right. Some of the Roosters fans. Well, Davo, Davo's clearly. I know we've got Davo in here. Yes. Dan's a bit different. Jim from Canterbury Dan, gives Dan us calls. Bit, Dan is a bit different. Every right. time he feels the Roosters are slighted, Jim from Canterbury's calling in. Yes. So yes, yes, we've got yes. a few Roosters fans associated with the. Uh, program who yeah they're all a bit different Let's well we're here for a couple of hours yeah. so uh if you want to pick up the phone um one three hundred oh one eleven seventy you can uh, pull up a chair there's a couple of stools up here at higher ground um you like what we've done with the studio it's with good, you well like, you've been uh, there no, all season and not just a picture of me i mean with the the all the oh, drinks the on the bar yeah, it's the quite, it's a bit looks bigger look at the top shelf and then look at the bottom, look at the top shelf. What's up on the top shelf? Jack Daniels up there. Mm. And for Tim the Tool Man, I've brought in the Bundy. Beautiful. Well, in Brunner, speaking of, so we're allowed to have a couple, he said. Archie said, or, well, the, the studio audience is allowed to have a couple. Fantastic. And where are, do you want to know or not? <laughs> we're allowed That's to have for Tim. The, the, no alcohol. Mm. That's the uh, zero. Oh, no, so the Bundy, that's up there. That's for Timmy the yeah. Tool Man. Um, uh, so drop us a line, uh, drop us a text, 0457736. We'll talk about anything, really. Uh, mostly right now, we should probably talk about some cricket. Uh, the Aussies, I said to you a moment ago, not a great start. Um, Steve Smith has, has helped things along, though, and Glenn Maxwell. Smith's still out there. He's on 28. So against India, uh, we won the toss, elected to bat. We're four for 86 off 14. Uh, so not a great run rate. Six. It's not too bad, though. They, they need to give it a hurry on, though. Uh, four for 86. I haven't got it opened on my phone, so I can't go through all the scores for you. Uh, Maxwell, I saw he's only just recently uh, gone, but he was uh, he was tonking them, um, as you would expect. The classic Maxwell innings comes in, looks good. You need him to go on with it, and what does he do? He gets bowled around his legs. That's the, uh, went, the yeah. classic Glenn Maxwell dismissal as well. Yes, okay. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, Maxwell is gone. Uh, and we'll keep it right across this. Four for 86 we are now. 14 overs gone. And I'm just looking at that scorecard there. Anyway, we'll come back to that for you. But this is a real test for us. Um, yeah, we beat New Zealand a couple of nights ago. But this is a, a much bigger test for us um, against India. and It's a warm-up we, we really do need. Uh, as I said earlier, James Pattinson, he's a great bowler, isn't he? He really has had no luck over his career. And um, it's a tough decision, I imagine, for any elite sportsman to make. When is it time to, to give it away? Uh, and look, I know that you know we've got the big three, the pace attack, haven't we, of Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood and... And that's been the case for a while now and will be the case, I think, for a number of years going going forward, or a few years at least. Uh, but James was always a great backup to those guys and he's got us out of trouble 
um, more than once before. So, um, you know, we wish him all the best. Still playing cricket, of course, but um, uh, saying no to the uh, to the international um, stuff as well. Uh, we've got a caller online now, actually. Keep those calls coming through if you want to. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the uh, uh, open line uh, number. And uh, we've got Harry online, I think. Harry, how are you, mate? G'day, mate. Uh, look, you're doing ads about racing syndicates mm. on the other side. Uh, the War Brothers and their father started one a few years ago. And uh, Mark's wife, Kim, had bought a horse to race on her own yes. for 30000 What was that and horse's the horse name? couldn't go... Hey? Do you remember the name of that horse? No, I no, don't. Oh, uh, I don't remember it. And I know breeding backwards, but mm. I don't remember mm. this one because it wasn't much good. No. And the syndicate paid oh, Mark's wife the 30000 out of the syndicate money. Yes. And they took those over. But I warned people that Jerry Harvey and Singo had one. They <laughs> took the money every mo- uh, yeah. month and never got a winner. Yes. They're a take, mate. Yeah, well, you know, okay. I mean, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Harry, for, for words of, of advice, mate. I appreciate you, you dropping us a, a line there. And, I mean, each to his own. Racing syndicates, I think they can work. Uh, you know, if you're a small-time punter or you just want to have a small investment in a horse but you can't go afford to go out and, and pay 100000 or a, or a million uh, for a champion, uh, you might want to uh, join a syndicate like, like we've seen in the Melbourne Cup before too, haven't we, with a, you know, a, stack, of, um, a stack of people who uh, just throw a little bit in. But as Harry was just pointing out there, you know, he thinks they're a bit of a take. Well, you know, just be, be wary, I think. Be wary. If we're going to say gamble responsibly, I think we probably also should uh, say uh, syndicate, syndicate responsibly as uh, as well. So uh, stay with us. We're here until midnight. We'll be talking uh, about rugby league. We're talking basketball as well. Um, ben Simmons, I mean, what the hell? What is going on with this bloke? Clearly does not want to be at Philly. We, we know that, right? But then turning up, back at training because he's been hit in the pocket. So I reckon it's cost him about a million already or more uh, for his refusal to, to play or, or to even train. So turns up and he's got the the big iPhone in, in the in the comfy track pocket. Like, you know, are you training or are you here to, to, to hit social media? I mean, it's just a little bit crazy, isn't it? What's the right what, – what what's your take on, on Ben Simmons? Like, I know this guy – and basketball is not my, not my go um, – don't get me wrong, I do enjoy watching it from time to time, but, you know, I I can't profess to be an aficionado of basketball, but I know this bloke is an elite talent. He's something off the charts in terms of what he's got talent-wise. But you know what? Can you imagine, right? Can you imagine Ben Simmons, let's say he was at South Sydney under Wayne Bennett or at Melbourne Storm under mm. Craig Bellamy. Can you imagine that they would tolerate that sort of um well what's the right word well they would have found any possible way to rip off it rip out rip him off his contract without paying him out a cent they would have explored every legal avenue in their power the problem for the sixes is they want they don't want to lose across as carrying like a tool 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And people are comparing him to Kyrgios. No, don't so don't take him... that the wrong way, Tim. Tim, the tall man, either. I've put him, I put him well beyond Kyrgios at the moment, the, the way he's acting up in a, a team environment. And after signing a, a five-year deal for that maximum money at $30 million US a year. So for those, all right, now this is largely for me as well, for my benefit as well. So let's just put this in a, in a bit of a nutshell, right? This whole Ben Simmons um, issue, drama, saga. So basically... He's at Philly. They, they don't want him anymore last year. Right? They tried to trade they him. Tried right? to trade. Yes. They tried to trade. They tried to trade him. But couldn't get rid of him for, at, for the right price, right? Couldn't get, yeah, basically couldn't get a package back in return that they Because were happy people, with. other clubs knew that he didn't really want to be there and they didn't want to play full whack for him. Correct. Is that right? So that's why he's and, in limbo. He's in NBA purgatory at the moment. And that has been accentuated a million times by his actions in the last month. So he says a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago, not coming, not playing. Uh, he's still on their contract, but for every week that goes past or every every game in the preseason that he missed was almost half a million dollars, our money. 76ers have wow. yet to pay him anything this year. They've found ways to fine him and right. uh, clauses within his contract to basically... So- Stop okay. them paying. Him. So now he's he's for about a million or a million and a half has fallen out of his his tracksuit pocket, right? Mm. Yeah, ish around about that sort of uh, money. Yes. So he's decided to come back with those tracksuit pants on that have got the hole in the right pocket and the phone in the left, right? And refusing to try. Well, not. Well, no, he had a bit of a bounce around, didn't he? <laughs> he was there for a day. Yes. And he was there for a second there. day and didn't manage to finish so the session. Right. So he's been. Well, not drop from the team. He's been suspended. Yes. Right. Right. Can you imagine what Craig Bellamy <laughs> or Wayne Bennett or any or Ricky Stewart would do? In fact, I think Ricky might have had a similar problem or you know, something similar mm. about a want-away player that wasn't really happy being there. And he's probably had a couple of those in the last year or two. And they're no longer with the club, are they? But can you imagine... But I see, and I was, I was watching um, Fox Sports News this morning, uh, questions around it, and, and I saw the training yesterday with the phone in the... Talk about phones, too. I, I need a new phone, too. That's something I'll throw out there to your listeners. Can you... Uh, we'll get back to this in a moment. Uh, more serious thing. I need a new phone, okay? I went into Vodafone today and thought that my contract was up, which it was, and I just thought I'd trade this iPhone 5. Yeah, they still... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I'd just walk away with a new phone. But no, no, they want they want to charge me thirty five bucks a month on top of the other stuff. Yes. Yeah. You hire the you hire So the... what do I need, listeners? What do I need? I don't need them. And they're talking all this mumbo jumbo about the gigabytes in the camera and all that. I, said, I don't need all that. I'm not shooting a bloody documentary. <laughs> You know, I just need a phone to. I'm, I'm on. I'm, look, I'm always reading sports mm. news on internet. Yeah. I've got a few apps on there, as you mm. well know about. You know the swipe, but that yeah. one. <laughs> but what sort of phone do I need? Uh, and I don't like those big ones, like Ben had in his pocket, because it's obvious you've got a phone in your pocket when mm. you should be trading, mm. right? So I want a phone that's not too big, not too small, just about right. It looks like the three little pigs, is it? That's no, right. three bears. Three bears. Yeah. What phone should I get? And I don't want to have to pay, 
you know, I'm happy to pay maybe 25 a month because I've got to pay the, the bills as well oh, that's... for mine and my daughter's. Yeah. So it all adds up. So I don't want to be paying another 40 bucks a month on top of that. 1500 or $1,600 these phones are. Mm. So they want this over three years. Yeah. Well, if you're locked into the, if you're happy to be locked into a the, contract. I said to the bloke when he said, so I said, how long is this? I said, three years. He said, three I said, you cannot be three serious. Years. Three years. But if you're paying, if you're locking yourself into the contract anyway, and this is how they get you. Oh, yeah. Is what, what's paying the well, couple no, of, the few more dollars. Well, they've the always done it, haven't they? Yeah. But well, now they don't do the contract, apparently. The contract is just on the phone, I guess. Right. it was just built in before. So I was paying 120 a month or whatever. And that was part of that was for the phone. Okay. Right? But that expired about 18 or about eight months ago. Right. So that's why my bills. You're out of down. contract. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. Coming back to Ben Simmons took me down the phone yeah. path. I don't want a big Ben Simmons phone that you can, looks like you're happy to see me when you put it in your pocket. You know what I mean? Do you, do you know what I'm up there? Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Well, you know, you, you, you get me. You get me, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and that was the, the wrong button. I wasn't looking for the there. I was, uh, I was, I was wondering. I was looking I was, at this one I thought that was a strange reaction. Yeah, that one there. Yeah. All right. Now, the, back to Ben Simmons, though. So, yes. right, uh, petulance, the right word, with a capital P, in oh, other I case. I think that's being very polite. Pre- precocious? No, that's, that's not the right word. That's more polite. No. Uh, prickly. Tooled them. Take a few letters off that. It's preposterous. Um, anyway, give us a drop us a text if you're listening. Um, how you would describe Ben Simmons? Look, maybe I've got it all wrong. Maybe I'm being too harsh on him. As I said earlier, it's not my go. But you know a lot more about basketball than I do, oh, and I think you think I have. I sort of summed it up from afar. Spot on. Uh, his coach isn't that impressed. Doc Rivers. He was a distraction today. Uh, I didn't think he wanted to do. Uh, what everybody else was doing and it was early it wasn't a big deal uh just told him he should leave then and we went on with practice no i don't know i mean i'm gonna give like every day every single moment i'm gonna give ben a chance to join the team and be part of the team uh he's under contract to be part of the team and so that's not gonna change yeah, there's the, uh, you've got to get used to these buttons here. There, there's, uh, what are we talking, manager, coach? What are we calling him? Doc. Head coach. I like Doc. Doc. He's a good coach. He's got a problem in the playoffs, good, and good he name. has a problem in Ben Simmons right now. Someone else has got a problem too. His teammate, Joel Embiid. You reckon he's not out of favour with you? At this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. He does whatever he wants. Uh, you know, that's not my job. Uh, you know, that's those guys' jobs. Uh, you know, I'm only focused on trying to make the team better, uh, win some games, uh, you know, play hard every night, uh, try to lead, you know, the guys that we have here. Uh, and I'm sure they feel the same way because, you know, our chemistry has been excellent. Uh, despite, you know, everything that's been happening in the, uh, in the last few months. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, uh, I don't I don't really care. I don't really care. There you go. Um, and the, see, the trouble is, he's such a good player. He's so good. He's so good. You've, it's almost as if there are a, a different set of rules for him. But you can't have that. In any really effective team environment or business or anything, you can't have one player... Sort of knowing he's a, he's above the rest. You've you've got to all be, you know, it's it's a team game, right? You've got to be all playing your role. You can't even um, appear 
to be trying to put your head above above the rest. Mm. And Ben's got a lot to learn. He's only young, I guess. But uh, anyway, well, I guess when you're earning that sort of when you're earning that sort of stuff, uh, you know, you know that language of love stuff. I mean, you can it probably messes with your head, doesn't it? Mm. The ching, ka ching, ka ching, ka ching. Um, uh, so uh, you guys up there are happy. You're happy that you got your drink vouchers. Um, and that is good on the downside though. And this is, uh, I didn't tell you about this because Hutchie is always watching that the bottom line. He did say, uh, there will be no pizzas delivered there, Well, I didn't, I said, I didn't promise you. I did not promise there'd be pizzas. I'd said on Monday, I will talk to Hutchie. I will talk to, oh, these guys are good. Silence! For God's sake. They might be banned soon. <laughs> if they don't behave themselves, they won't even be bloody... They won't be invited back. Uh, we'll take a break. Yes, it is, and uh, I hope you're in, uh, you've are in. you had a nice day uh, Wednesday. I hope your day's been good. Weather was good, a little bit windy. I hope you're enjoying your evening. And uh, what are we talking about now? How... Uh, what's it? Uh, 28 past 10, if that clock is correct. 28 yes. past 10. Just an update uh, around the grounds. Uh, we go with uh, with the cricket. Uh, we're playing India. It's our final warm up game before the uh, the competition proper starts. The T uh, Twenty World Cup. We play South Africa on Saturday. Uh, we uh, we beat New Zealand, didn't we, a couple of nights, uh, a couple of days ago? But uh, poor old Davy Warner got a golden duck on that occasion. So he is desperately uh, needing to find some form. He's got out for one run. Uh, one run only off uh, seven balls faced LBW uh, bowler was Ashwin. So uh, it's not the way you want to go into a World mm. Cup, is it? He's really, really out of form. Aaron Finch only managed eight from 10 deliveries. Mitch Marsh went for a, a golden duck, caught and bowl. I uh, know, caught Sharma, bowled Ashwin. Stevie Smith is still out there at the crease. He's at putting on a clinic. The moment. He's going great guns, isn't he, Steve Smith? Um, and there were talk, people talking the other day, are we going to be able to find room for Steve Smith? <laughs> what a ridiculous question. <laughs> that know. is one of the dumbest questions I've ever heard anyone put up. Someone asked uh, AB on Fox the other night, I think, are you serious? Um, look, I know, I know it's not his, his best format, but my God, you, I don't know how you can squeeze him out. So he's 51 off 40, uh, 55 off 43 now, Steve. Uh, and Marcus Stoinis is at the crease with him. And uh, the big show, Glennie Maxwell, he belted 37 off 28. So 100, uh, we're four for 129. Uh, we've only got a few overs to go, though. So they'll uh, need to get a bit of a, a bit of a hurry on. 7.23 run rate. 7.23. Pretty slow. It is, yeah, pretty slow, isn't it, against India. So we'll keep you across that, and uh, that'll probably, uh, yeah, well, it'll finish maybe while we're on air, maybe not. Anyway, either way. Uh, we will be across it. Now, we, we started talking a bit of basketball before, and look, some people like it. I mean, I, I, well, some don't, some don't. Some don't like it. Some, it's not their, their go, right? I, I, I don't dislike it, but mm. um, this one here, Steve has sent us a text in. Ben, boring, what a jerk. Ben Simmons, who cares? This is another text here. Okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I'm here. Don't yeah. I'm just here, just talking about all sports because higher ground is no longer just rugby league. Uh, I talk a bit of basketball and look what happens. The text line hammered. Fight, hammered. Um, Adam Reynolds shoulder all clear says uh, Steve from Padstow. South City have made a huge blue. 
Well, Steve, uh, forget the shoulder being all clear, and I'm assuming he's had um, he's had scans or something. Mm. Hasn't he? And I'm not aware of that, but mate, it's a huge blue anyway, my opinion. Uh, regardless of of what came up in the scans on his shoulder, I don't think it was all, always about an injury with Adam. It was more it was uh, it was more about the cash, the the language of language of love. Interesting question coming up for South now. They have another over thirty half mm. who will be off contract at the end of twenty twenty two. Can be begin discussions with other clubs November 1. Yes, I know. Uh, when uh, 2023 comes around, Cody Walker, though, will be around about 33, I think. Twist to a stick. That's the same age as Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And the other the other watch on South Sydney and Cody Walker is how is he going to play without Adam Reynolds there? We haven't seen him in red and green without Adam Reynolds there, really, have we? Because Reynolds is... So do you reckon South's offer him South's offer him a two year deal? Say, so does he, he keep that? He'll be able to get yeah, more elsewhere. Yeah, he'll, he'll they'll need to sign him up pretty soon. So in, in South Sydney's favour, right, and this is quite clever of them, they have put a, a clause in Wayne Bennett's contract that Wayne Bennett not if and when, but yeah, when he when, when he is confirmed as the new coach of the Dolphins, he can't poach any bunnies players for six months post 1st of November. So he couldn't talk to, I mean, how do they police this though? Surely he couldn't officially talk to Cody Walker and or poach him uh, until May next year. Gives right? them, buys them a bit of time. Buys them a bit of time. In that time though, you would think South Sydney would try and lock him up, Cody, not lock him up. Yeah, we'll lock him in, <laughs> lock him, lock him up, um, lock him in. So, so what's the difference? This is what, this is what I was trying to get at. What's the difference between Walker's situation here and Reynolds? Because they're not going to offer Cody a three-year deal if they want him, are they? Or is that going to change now that Wayne's gone? No, I think they'd offer him a two-year deal if that. And, and again, it all depends on this year too. And I know he's got a good relationship with James Demetrio from all reports, but it just it to me it looks like exactly the same situation CEO Blake Solly was put in last year where the club will only offer a two-year deal as per For an their aging, recruitment an policy. Player. And chances are he's going to be able to get more elsewhere. Well, yeah. Oh, I don't know what he's on now, uh, Cody, but, you know, I think he'd be – well, yeah, you can't – you can't go you, – you've got to go for Cody. If you're going to go for Cody, you can't go for Cam Munster. I, I think they'll go for one of them mm. or Wayne Wall, I think. Do you think they could play together? I know they're both no. five eights. No, but... I don't think so. No. no, no, it's one or the other. Okay. If if that's to happen, so uh, we'll we'll watch this space. Um, now, come on, uh, the Western Reds a chance to come back to the NRL. Wouldn't mind seeing them back, says the judge. That's not our judge, is it? Is that a different judge? That's no, different. Judge. Different judge again. Call a judge. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, are they a chance of coming back? Well. There will be 18 teams, Judge. There will be 18 teams. It's not a matter of uh, of if, it's a matter of when. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that it, it'll probably be before 2025 or, or roundabout. It may be at the end of the next broadcast deal. I'm not sure. I don't think they'll dilly-dally around. I think no. they'll, they'll bring in the 18th team um, pretty rapidly. Now... Whether it's another Queensland team, whether it's another New Zealand team, whether it's a Pacifica team, um, 
or I would love, as as I've said many, many times, I'd love them to go back and revisit Perth. Uh, you're probably sick of me saying this, but I, I went over there in 94, uh, fresh out of university from, I was playing with West Magpies. So I had a dual deal, playing contract worth not much because I was a reg, captain of the Reggies at West for a few years. Um, and a good fella, you know, they wanted good people around the club, you know what I mean? Yeah. Locker room guys. Yeah. What? Locker room guys. What do you mean by that? Well, just, Some sort of pervert. No, guys no. that have a good yeah, influence yeah, yeah. around yeah, well, the well, around well, the playing well, group. I was captain for four years out at the the, op- the, op- so. the opposite of Tyrone May. Yes, I think you know, I was without pumping my own tires up. I was, I think, well thought of. Just wasn't a very good player. That's all. Couldn't really crack it into the big time. Anyway, so I went over there uh, as a sort of a Reggie player on a playing contract, and I actually played in the local district. So first I, yeah, in '94, quite a few of us did. Went over there a year early and played in the local district uh, before we we went into um, into the Reds. Mm. So yeah, I would love I would love Perth to come back. And there was an article today, big double page spread with MG on there. Uh, he had a wow of a time over there, Mark Geyer. And we went on a couple of tours actually. And you probably no, what goes that would have been interesting. Well, we went to South Africa of all places. Wow, and that would have been just post yeah. apartheid. Yes, bloody oath it was. Not too long after it, so wow. we went over there to. Uh, where do we stay? Where do we stay? Um, near Johannesburg, but it was actually the capital, the capital, Pretoria, Pretoria. stayed in Pretoria. My word. And none of us have been to South Africa before. Really? You been there? Well, I've seen pictures. The the stadium, maybe it's been done up since the the World Cup. The stadium? Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about the stadium. Oh, you're talking about the city. city. So, well, wasn't that an eye opener? Mm. So, I said there's about 25 of us, right? 25 of us. We went to Pretoria to play a rugby league pre-season tour going into the the, the first season, 1995. Mm. We had the Dragons uh, March 12 at the Wacker. They were all lined up, but our pre-season tour was over to South Africa. So, I go out there and uh, first uh, touch of the ball. I come off the bench, first touch of the ball. Uh, I go over and handed the ball from, I can't remember who it was, Matty Rod- Rodwell, I think it was, passed me the ball. And I dived over for a try from oh. two from two meters out. Two meters out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Two meters out. Yes, I Very know. Very good. But there, yeah. The, the trouble was, the trouble was, uh, I tore my hamstring almost off oh. the bone as I dived. Yeah, I know. Oh. So I'm now over there in Pretoria, right? I can hardly walk. Mm. So I now become the team masseuse or masseur, right? So I'm helping in, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy, the the clothing manager, and all that, and I'm doing all the rubbing, rubbing, you know, MG's legs and all yeah, the boys, Rodney Howe and uh, Brad Mackay and Matty <laughs> Fuller and uh, Mick Potter, oh. um, Craig oh. Innes, Barry John Mather, Chris Ryan. Oh, um, yeah, funny. Julian O'Neill. Do you have the touch? We had a crew. Bloody hard work. No, is it ever? But I also became not just the team. Mas- Sir, I became sort of um, social committee director. Oh, tough job. But when one. we're on tour, right, we're there. To, actually, it's a serious tour. We're pre-season, mm. right? We didn't really let our – we weren't supposed to let our hair down mm. much, right? So I was given the duty to go on uh, – how do I put this? Scout. Um, scout, yes. Yeah, scouting's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, look after things off field, mm. so to speak. Funny old time. We went up to Sun City too. My God, 
You've been there. No. You've seen that. Well, I seen so basically, I can't remember how far we go in this bus and um, there's shanty towns and villages and there's poor young children living in a, a despicable mm. circumstances, right? And we stopped off at a lot of these shanty towns, if you call them that. Mm. And, and they were, you know, lovely to see these guys. They didn't know who we were. They mm. thought we were some star rugby team. Rugby year, they didn't know what. And we'd kick the footy around with them. But, mate, the, the living standards were just horrendous. Mm. Horrendous. However, right next to this this poverty was this extravagant wealth, mm. Sun City. It was just like unbelievable how two mm. different worlds can coexist well not coexist actually they didn't really blend mm. there were barbed wire fences between sun city mm. and these these poor little kids I, I, i'm getting off track here but it was uh well no that was all part true. of the part of the western reds way back when and laurie putty would have been on tour with us he was the chairman of the reds and a mate of mine and that's who was in the paper today in the daily telegraph so we spoke to laurie i can't remember if it was saturday or sunday, sunday yeah now I spoke to him a few years ago, and he and he was saying to me, Look, "Chris, can you can you, you know, jump on board here? Let's 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 start the pushback. Let's let's get the Reds back on board. Let's start up some media and and um, sort of join the team of, of trying to get the team back. And and you know the likes of Peter Mulholland and you know, mm. the likes of Mark Geyer, all right behind it because mm. they'd love to see them back. And it sort of fell on deaf ears. So we went and spoke to a couple of journo's and a few little articles here and there. But then since then, you know, it's Everywhere I look and hear, it doesn't seem to be mm. uh, too much conversation or dialogue about it at ARL Central. It's a little bit of momentum just brewing, isn't it? Well, there? I think now, I think now that they've got the new bid done, and that's all. I think now that there's a bit of a glimmer there. You know, mm. I really do. I really do. There's so many things that are, are right about Perth. In that, you know, it's a new time zone, so mm. you've got another another t- TV slot there as well, a new market. New money, mm. um, and Laurie, you know, he's well connected over there. There is cash. Don't worry about that. Mm. There is cash, but a lot went wrong, and I won't go through all that. A lot went wrong, and the, the club wasn't really given the adequate support that it needed financially, mm. like some other clubs have had since. And lessons have been learned, I'm sure. So if it does go back there, um, you can't make, you don't want to make the same mistake. Mm. Uh, twice. Well, let, let, let's hear a little bit what, what Laurie had to say at the weekend. Um, where do we start here? Well, let's start. Let's start at the red setup itself. We were only going to run one team, and uh, uh, within hours of that, uh, Quail called me in and said, uh, "You got to run a reserve grade." Mm. And the good news, on top of all that, of course, you're going to have to because the Sydney clubs didn't want to go to Perth. You're going to have to pay not only for your accommodation and, and uh, transport, uh, airfares, etc., but you're going to have to pay for people to come to Perth. So we had the double whammy. We had to get extra players, more players in a hurry. Uh, my plan was to run uh, the players through the local competition and give that the, the, the growth that it, it deserved. Uh, and we allocated all of the reserve grade and the first graders, as you know, to the local clubs, which gave that um, area a, a huge boost. But, uh, yeah, we paid for everything. And, and uh, I've got to say this, the league gave us nothing. Not a cent. Not a cent. And, uh, you know, that's why it was tough for them. They had to pay for every team to fly over. Mm. Flights for about 60 people, two teams, plus accommodation. And then foot, foot their own bill coming back every fortnight. We'd come back and we'd stay at Brighton the Sands there. And it was still yeah. viable for three years. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, it's not there now, is it? But mm. 
I think it. I think it. Just around the grounds, but we'll hear from more from Laurie Putty in a moment because I want to play mm-hmm. some more of that. Uh, we have just finished our twenty overs. The Aussies. Uh, so India need one hundred and fifty three to win. Not a great. Not a monstrous target. Mm. I, did I just see a, the last ball of our innings, Matthew Wade, reverse sweep? So Steve Smith caught with the second last ball of the innings trying Going to go over it. extra cover. Yeah. And Matthew Wade comes in, pulls off the ramp shot to take it over the short, fine leg fieldsman and has four off one to finish the innings. Nice. 400 strike rate. 400 strike rate <laughs> for Matthew Wade. <laughs> So uh, five for 152 uh, we finished. So India needing 153 for victory in that World Cup warm-up match. Uh, so Laurie Putty, uh, you, you see the Dolphins, okay, so we know a week or two ago, a week ago, that they are in and they will come in in 2023. So they haven't got long to get no get their stuff together. However, it's an established club. Mm-hmm. It's got its stadium, it's got its leagues club, it's got its backers, it's got its development, it's got everything. Um. Perth hasn't got any of that really. Other than all this stadium there, um, and there's foundations of recruitment and, and development paths that are still there, but will need a lot of investment. There's a also lot. there's also a football stadium there now, NIB Stadium. Yeah, that's that Perth saying. Glory yeah, play yeah. out of. Yeah. So yeah. good mate of mine used to run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's right. Which wasn't the case we when didn't you were have over that. there. No, yeah. we didn't have that. No. And, and forget Optus Stadium. Is it still called Optus Stadium? Yeah, Optus yeah, Stadium. I mean, that, that's not. We don't need that either. We yeah. don't need an oval. We need a a proper rectangular stadium, and that's that's perfect. That's a boutique stadium, 15,000, yep. maybe even 20. Yep. Um, so that is ideal. But in terms of development, the ARL Commission would have to put a lot of time into that and resources into that to really boost that. So but that's the you, price can't tran- you can't just transplant a team there. No, but that's no. the price of expansion, and yep. that's yep. the sort of thing you've got to do to grow the game. So the Dolphins, they they can get ready. Mate. They, could, they could almost come in next year, the mm. Dolphins, because they're already set – it would take a bit longer for, for Perth, but Laurie Putty doesn't think it will take too long. You know, going back to 95, the population over there was 1.3. Mm. Today in Victor- in uh, Western Australia, it's it's fast approaching 3 million people. Uh, I, I sit back and I'm just staggered to see we, we take the state of origin to the new ground in, in uh, Western Australia, in Perth, and they get 60,000 people to it, but nobody at the administration of the NRL can say, I think there's an opportunity for a rugby league in Western Australia and do something about it. He thinks the backing will be there. Uh, Laurie Putty, former chairman of the Western Reds, who incidentally still owns, I'm pretty sure, the trademark Western Reds. He doesn't think it would too, take too long to get the club up and running if given the green light. I've had some discussions with uh, uh, Peter Blandis and... Uh, and I understand that uh, there will be further discussions. However, uh, nobody's too excited about it, and uh, they've obviously had their hands full, but uh, uh, it's not a five-minute job. It's, it's a three-year project. It took us three years in the past to, to put the Reds together, and uh, I would say that it would take us two years to do it again. Two years. Well, there you go. Um, that may be ambitious, but you, you've got to be, haven't you? Uh, so let me ask you guys out there, boys and girls, uh, if you are tuning in, um, 18th team, who should it be? Who should it be, 18th team? Do you want another Queensland team? Do we want a Pacifica team? Do we want another New Zealand team? Um, should we revisit Adelaide? Uh I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, for me, you know my thoughts, it is Perth. This is higher ground. India about to go into bat and they need 153 to win.
And great to have your company tonight. We're here until uh, till midnight, so um, let us know what you're up to. Let us know what you're up to. You might be out and about. You might be listening to us in the app. You might be in bed, and we might be putting you to sleep. A little lullaby. I might get uh, the mad Russian to sing uh, a Russian lullaby a little bit later okay, on. You mate. can't help no, you there. You can't help me there. Mainly because I don't know any. Not because I wouldn't, but because I don't know any. I'm not that. Okay. I'm not as Russian as. Uh, what if I gave you a couple more of these? Maybe. Maybe. We might be able okay. to find All right. See? Yeah. It's not just the other stuff that talks to you. Um, and those guys they're up there, they're getting a bit, they're right up there. They've gone a bit quiet. Oh, right? yeah. Still do this. Still with this. Okay. All right. They've already had their couple of vouchers. A couple of, all the vouchers have been been redeemed. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, that, courtesy of our, our sponsors. Round the grounds we go. I'm just trying to look at the big screen, trying to give you a score update. Uh, in the cricket. So 153 is uh, what India is chasing. Uh, the Aussies uh, five for 152 after their 20 overs. So uh, India is in batting as we speak. Oh, just about to, I think. Not even... Yep, just about just to open about up to the come out there, Ravi so. just... Did you see Ravi there? I didn't see it, no. Reclined, had the yeah. wraparound sunnies on, the baggy... Sort of cap on, or yeah. the, sort of the wide brim hat, and yeah. the fan going directly onto him into his face. Oh well, why not? I mean, you just could have, you know, just 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 chill back, <laughs> just chill out. That, that was chill. exactly the vibe. Huh? You're picking yeah. up what I was putting down. Yeah, That's, yeah. So Ravi's just just oh, being he's cool. loving life, being cool. Loving Favorites life. for the World Cup. Yeah, well, beautiful, lovely, isn't it? Lovely stuff. All right, enough of that. Um, why don't we do some news from the day? Uh, now, Tom Starling's got himself in a in a bit of a pickle, hasn't mm. he? And it's not the first time. Uh, when was it? Last year, I think it might have been. Or was it the year before? He uh, got himself in uh, some problems up there on the Central Coast. Uh, booze was involved. Common denominator, isn't it? Mm. Common denominator. A lot, of these, players, players, a lot of these players, when they get themselves in trouble, the common denominator is... And too many of them. So we are saying to you at home, uh, drink responsibly. Yes. But I think some of them just yeah, can't just have a couple and can't go out and be That's the problem, isn't can't. it? It's that, the binge drinking the yeah, problem. Yeah, well, that's it. And you know what? Like, yeah, there are probably a few of them. And, and I don't know. And I don't know Cameron Munster, but I imagine he is probably uh, tips towards that end of the scale mm. of the spectrum. Maybe, maybe doesn't mind just going on a, a bit of a bender. A binge. Well, that's fine as long as you see. I I know that the drug taking is not great, but you know, this see for me, this is more this is more problematic. You know, Starling seems to be that guy on the drink who you can't take anywhere because he's well, allegedly looking again, for trouble. Again, allegedly. we weren't there, yes. right? We weren't allegedly. there. So um, all we can do, right, is report the facts here. Uh, but this article here, uh, written by Brent Reid in The Australian, is saying that Hodgson's mooted move to the Tigers is now in jeopardy after he found himself uh, in the crosshairs of police over the weekend on the Central Coast. News Corp understands that Starling was spoken to by police after attending um, Avenue near the site where he was involved. Uh, a venue, rather. There's a typo here. A venue. Uh, yeah, I think I know exactly where it is. I think it might be the old Crown Plaza there at Terrigal. Um, so basically wasn't allowed in and there were a few of them there. It says here, three men and a woman were outside a licensed premise on the Terrigal Esplanade. And it must be that place. I would have thought when they were refused entry, uh, from a 31 year old security manager due to capacity limits. 
So capacity of the venue, not the capacity of uh, alcohol in said people, right? I don't think. The statement said officers from Brisbane Waters Police District attended a short time later and attempted to speak to the group before a 23-year-old man and a 20-year-old woman fled on foot. And the two other men, aged 20 and 25, yelled and hindered police during their inquiries. So where is that? I said uh, to you before uh, what he was actually, um, I believe he was charged with. I'm just trying to find it here. Oh, here it is. So he was charged today. Now listen to this. It's quite long-winded. With threatening or causing injury to potential juror or witness and behaving in offensive manner in or near public place or school. So when I read the headline um, involved in altercation, I immediately thought, oh, there's, you know, like physical, there's physical mm. violence. I think it's just been, it's been a goose yeah. and, and mouthed off and yeah. insults, verbal. Yeah. So it's probably a, a tool, yeah. A verbal altercation, right? Uh, that's intimidated, making threats to the security guard. And yeah, booze is involved. Um so it's going to have implications at Canberra. So he was in line, I, I thought, to sign uh, a lengthy deal with Canberra because he, right. he's he's the new number nine, basically. Hodgson's out of favour. Well, that's it, Hodgson. All the rumours during the since the season's finished have been about where Josh Hodgson's headed. He's been linked with the Tigers, the Bulldogs. Um, we got that song. Where's your head at? <laughs> Where's your head at? <laughs> Where's Tom Starling's head at? Um, Not good. Well, I think we know where his head's at. Um, so uh, watch this space on that one. It has uh, two implications I, I on, on Starling's future in Canberra and uh, then Hodgson. Uh, do they rethink that? Uh, rethink that? Gee, Ricky's had a fair bit on his plate, hasn't he, over the past 12 months? Uh, he's halfback, got homesick. I can't recall now what happened there. He, he was given his marching orders. The year before that, Johnny Bateman, he had all sorts of problems as well. Uh, then we've had injuries. Uh, then we've had Joe Tarpanay's wife has started throwing the verbal barbs at, at Ricky. Oh, it's been a, a horror year for the Raiders. Any any wonder why the sooner twenty twenty two can come for Ricky and the Raiders, I think the better they'll feel. Mm. It'd be interesting to see what he can do with Jamal Fogarty too. I saw the Titans. So what have they done? They've sort of re- rebranded, have they? they tw- Do you like the new logo? I didn't actually. I saw it. I, I was trying to look for the logo. So and I haven't even looked at it. So there's less gold and more dark blue. Right. So Is it more intimidating? I'll try Titan? and get it up on the big screen here for you. Well, that'd but, be great. Um, yeah, if you go and have a look at it up, they've just trimmed it up and modernised it mm. um, a little bit. So Do you think the timing of this was... Um, uh, would give me a look. Oh, yeah. Oh, gee. It looks more like Ned Kelly. <laughs> It does a bit. That's actually a very Kelly. good description. It's Ned Kelly um, on the on the Gold Coast Strip. Mm. Ned Kelly in budgies. I like it. Simplifies. A bit more modern. Um, yeah. I'm a fan. I like it. Yeah. It's more intimidating. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> What's the other one? It's the other one looks ra- more... Good radio. The other one looks more <laughs> Ninja Turtle. Oh, sorry. Yeah, look, if you don't want to... Look at the other one, and it looks a bit more Ninja Turtle, doesn't it? Their current logo compared mm. to their new one. I know it's not good radio, but just just let your minds wander. It's basically a, a grimacing sort of aggressive uh, titan with a, a almost iron helmet with a couple of piercing eyes. 
looking through. It looks like Ned Kelly. Mm. Yeah, Ned Kelly and budgies. I ordered a new pair of budgies too, by the way, today, just for you to know. I don't know why I'm letting that out. I tell you why I'm letting that out. And we are going around the grounds with news. Mm. But So now we've gone from Gold Coast to budgies. And yes, I ordered a new pair of budgies today. Mm. Um, there's a chap, and I don't even know his name, but he is a physiotherapist at my physio where I was today, right? Because mm. I've got a busted hip, which I'm, yeah, busted hip. You know all about that. Yes. He is swimming. Lockie's his name. I forget his surname. He's swimming on Saturday from Palm Beach to Shelley Beach at Manly. Mm-hmm. Now, that's 24K. Yeah? That's a long swim, right? That's a very long swim. That's as long as swimming across the Rottnest from Perth. Yeah. About the same distance. Yeah. So um, he's doing it as part of a charity fundraiser for Gotcha for Life. Oh, great. Um, Gus Wallens. Gus Wallens. Yeah. Charity for, for men's, not mental health, mental fitness. Mm. So, so I went on, there were some budgies with uh, Gotcha for Life on them. And part of the proceeds go to Gotcha for Life. That's why I ordered mm-hmm. a new, new pair budgies. of budgies today. But they didn't have my size. <sighs> Extra large. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're not. Uh, no, they didn't have my size. So I ordered another pair. I ordered, I ordered another pair. Um, Quite bright because I do like the ones I've got at the moment, and they mm. were courtesy of one of our sponsors, Garlos Pies. Mm. Garlos Pies, who do some advertising with us, and uh, Tom Burgess, he flashed his big butt, didn't mm, he? He did. Big on meat, Tommy Burgess. We'll go around the grounds a little bit more after this. It's uh, well, what is it now? Time wise, can't even tell. A minute past eleven. And welcome back to the show. Uh, thirteen for none, none for thirteen. Uh, India in their reply to Australia's five for one fifty-two in the uh, second and final warm-up match for the Aussies ahead of the T Twenty World Cup and our pool match. Our first pool match is on Saturday uh, against South Africa. So this is a really good uh, warm-up for us, and they're off to a pretty cracking start, though. Uh, India, this will be a real test for us. You, uh, mm. you would have thought, uh, judging of the first couple of overs. Uh, they mightn't have any trouble chasing this uh, rather modest target down. We'll keep you across that um, as we continue to motor through. Other news around today, uh, just touching on it too. I I see uh, the Nine TV deal is not as close as most thought, written uh, by Andrew Webster today in the Sydney Morning Herald. We thought uh, sort of otherwise. There were stories coming out a day or two ago um, that the deal was as good as done and that Seven had walked away from the negotiating table. But apparently, no. Uh, this article written by uh, Webbo. Webby? Yes. <laughs> no, my, no, Rab's called him Webbo. Webbo. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, uh, Wombat from Shell Harbour. Thanks for listening, mate. I hope you, um, Thanks for that text. That's a really nice text. Hey, boys, just saying uh, g'day. Loving the show. You make my night shifts enjoyable. Uh, you guys have great banter and a wide range of topics. Uh, well, yeah, well, he's a legend, Wombat. He's a good man, Wombat. Yeah. Don't know Wombat. Uh, was he a Manly fan, Wombat? Oh. Edie, think so. No, I don't. Let think us he's know, Wombat. 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 Let us know the origin of, of why Wombat. I want to know why Wombat. Manly fan, or you're uh, built for comfort, and not speed. I.e., a little rotund. From memory, yes. it was More the closer ladder? to the latter. Okay. I don't that think he's a Manly me, fan. That reminds me of one of the boys we talked to from uh, Roosters Radio, Bush. Oh, yes. I asked him the why. Bush pig. Why he was called Bush. Yeah, he said he, he, his body was shaped a bit like a bush pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wombat, let me know. 
now, where was I? So this uh, TV deal not uh, nailed on as yet. Um, now, the reason it's not nailed on uh, is that consi- there's a considerable gap between the NRL, what the NRL wants Nine to pay, believed to be about $120 million per year, and what Nine is prepared to pay, which is about 100 or $105 million per year. So this is over five years. So five times 15 is 75 mil. It adds up. Mm. It mightn't sound like a whole lot right now, but it, it, it adds up, doesn't it? NRL power brokers were also cranky about reports that Channel 7 had turned its back on negotiations, insisting discussions were ongoing. Oh, they'd be filthy about that, wouldn't they, the yeah. ARL, if, if those reports were not true. Um, just how serious 7, which has the rights to AFL and uh, cricket, and 10, which is looking to turbocharge its new streaming service, Paramount Plus, um, has been about rugby league remains unclear. All right, so watch this space. What else? Uh, what else? Oh, oh, Paramount Plus. No, no, it's not them. I tell you what, I've been getting spammed too. And there's a there's a trap out there you don't want to fall into. What's this other streaming service? It's it's been they tried to scam me. Um, help me out here. Sports flick. Out. No, no, no. Paramount. No, no, no one recently. Amazon. Amazon. Mm. So they've scammed me, right? They've scammed me. They they tried to. They almost got me. Ooh. Almost got me. I didn't know about this. Did you know about it? Scamming you? No. Yeah. So they ring up. Be wary. Listen to this one. They ring you up and, uh, Mr. Warren, uh, you, your direct debit, um, you've got to, it will renew automatically in, in three days' time or whatever it is. If you need, if you want to cancel this subscription, that you need to fill out this form, blah, 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 blah. I've never filled out a subscription for Amazon. Amazon. I said, so it wasn't I've, Amazon. Never, it was the scammers. Oh, Amazon. What's good. it called? Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon yeah. Prime. I said, excuse me, don't take any money out of my account. I have never made a subscription for Amazon Prime. I don't even really know what Amazon Prime is. So how dare you start taking money out of my account? Mm. Oh, Mister Warren, you have to um, you have to uh, fill out a form and we will cancel your direct. No. Mate, Hang up. Uh, mate, no, 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 no. You, Hang up. Well, no, you do not take any money. So I'm assuming they've been taking thirty nine dollars out of my account every month or whatever. Mm. I haven't looked at the statement. Don't you dare. Well, if you would like to, Mr. Warren, we can send you. The, anyway, they got me. Uh, You've got to fill this form out. So I then was just about to give them access to my mobile phone. So they're on remote. Oh, Yeah, Chris. and I downloaded a, an app. I thought they were legit. And I wanted them to stop this direct debit. And I downloaded the app. Then they were now remotely in my phone. Oh, Chris. And they've said, right, now you just need to fill out your bank no, detail. No, no. And I said, hang on. I you'd need to fill out my bank details. Well, you've already, already got them. my yeah, bank no. details if you direct. So hung up. hung up. And then I got about 10 calls back in a row. Like, um, Block the number. Yeah. Well, so I did block the number. Yeah. But they kept calling from different numbers, kept calling me, mm-hmm. calling me. Because they thought they had one. They had a live one on the line. And I got them just at the, the nick Ooh. of time. Anyway, where was I going with that? <laughs> TV rights. Sorry, TV rights, yeah. Uh, so moving on, um, Tyrone May, that's the other sort of story in, in the, the headlines too. What's going to happen with him? Uh, we know he's been stood down indefinitely by Penrith. They mm. will have a board meeting, I don't know when, in the coming days and decide tomorrow. to fight. Tomorrow, is it? Mm. He, he may well get his marching orders. What did he add for them this year? And I'm not equating the fact he's a, not one of their better players to what he's done and whether he should be at the club anyway. But I don't think 
they're losing too much by losing him on the football field or off the football field. By oh, the he can play. He can play. But, you know, I, I just think over the past couple of years, uh, yeah, has he been good for the Panthers brand? Has he added value to the Panthers brand? In any phase uh, in of any capacity, football. Probably not. It, it may be an easy decision. Don't know. Mm. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, Michael Jennings, so he's maintaining his innocence. Uh, he's been punted for a few years, given a three-year, mm. or he accepted a three-year ban, didn't he, yeah. for taking performance-enhancing drugs. Now, he is saying um, that he is still going to try and make a comeback after serving a three-year ban. And, and this article here, he says, I maintain that I've never and would never intentionally use performance-enhancing substances. I built a career that I'm proud of and I'm devastated that after 15 years in the game, it could end like this. At all times, I've been open and assisted Sports Integrity Australia with their investigation. Um, that seems to be the, the way they're going these days. And You look at Shana Jack and others, um, a different substance altogether, but it's basically saying, I didn't know that was going in my body. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, make of it what you will. Make of it what you will. I will say this, and it's quite obvious now in hindsight, but um, he had a bit of a dip for a couple of years, Michael Jennings, and did appear to come back bigger and stronger and faster than he had previously been in the latter uh, part of his career at Parramatta. So again, uh, make of uh, of that what you will. Uh, what else? We've got more cricket there. I don't really want to go into it with Michael Slater. Um, mm. There's been a, um, an allegation of domestic violence for mm. him. Uh, you can read more about that elsewhere. Again, some of this stuff I don't like to go into too can much. I, because... Can I go to the positive on cricket? Please. Next week. So Cricket Australia have released the remainder of the schedule for the Marsh Cup and Sheffield Shield over the next couple of months. And there's a game in New South Wales. There'll be crowds. And I, I was at the beach Dremont. today, Dremoyne Oval. Yep. I was at the beach today. Next week, I will be coming from Dremoyne Oval, I think. I think I'm going to go out and Can I ask get you next week? Yeah, New well, South Wales versus Victoria. Because you've the, come from the beach, field. right? And you're not wearing budgies, but you might as well be. Like you, you, I know like, there's no staff out there and it's just me. And you don't have to impress me. But, you know... As an executive producer of a of a high rating program, that this is higher ground, right? I just think you could make a bit more of an effort with your your appearance. Well, you've given me up, number one, so I'm unhappy with that. And two, you turn up in thongs every day that we're These in are not here. Thongs, so... mate. These are not thongs. These are not double I'm pluggers. They're not even not triple. Too happy with no, that. they're not thongs. These, my friend, my dear boy. These are the Birkenstocks, they're right? They're, they're Birkenstocks, thongs. and they're they're they good for my co- – I've got fallen arches. And oh, okay. They're good for my posture. They're good for everything. Well, I'm delighted about that, but oh, they, they are sandals. Reasons, they're sandals. Yes, they are sandals. <laughs> they're not the Roman variety. They're the Birkenstock variety, and I so live I was actually, in them. I'm actually just trying to fit in. I live in them. All right. Well, good, good. So if you're going to come from the cricket, what are you going to be wearing coming from the cricket Probably next something week? very similar. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, Wombat's been back in touch with us. Wombat from Shell Harbour sent that text through, and I asked why Wombat. Uh, we've got a wicket, have we? No. no, around the grounds we go. Uh, oh, geez, 
None for 30 <laughs> of four overs. Mm. Good luck. Adam Zampa with the ball now. Good luck. Uh, we uh, They're chasing 153 of 20, and they're none for 30. India off uh, four overs and one ball. So Wombat, I asked him for the, uh, the why the nickname Wombat was he a manly fan from yesteryear, uh, Graham Eady. He said, no, hey, Chris, uh, definitely built for comfort, not speed, mate. I'm snuggly like a Wombat. Uh, that's where the name comes from, and def not a manly fan. Diehard Dragons fan. You're listening to Higher Ground. Yeah, higher ground uh, with me, Chris Warren, and uh, not just me. I mean, we've got to, we've got to fix that up, really. The mad Russians here as well, so uh, maybe we need to uh, edit that sting and, and get you involved a bit more. I think. Oh, uh, you're the face of the show, Chris. Well, yeah, but it's radio. What you have? I, I might as well not have a face. <laughs> might as well be wearing a mask. Very good point. Oh, I have was well. I hate wearing masks. Those stupid masks, right? Don't have I've to got, wear a mini. No, but oh, you got to wear them to the pub. I go to a pub to have a few beers. Well, I can't drink through the mask. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Once you sit down, you're fine. It's just you ridiculous. Don't have to. There's got to be an investigation into this. Because you, you go in, right? And I'm trying to put a bed on at the weekend. I can't bloody see the screen because my glasses <laughs> are fogged up. My glasses are fogged up because I've got the mask on. I oh. can't read. Oh, mate. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Like, um, you sound like a Kiwi then. Yeah, I did a bit. No. Oh, what's going on? Fantastic. Getting late. Fantastic. Um, now, we spoke basketball earlier about Ben Simmons, and a few people didn't like us doing that, but so we won't. We're going to make it a Simmons-free zone from here on in. But can we talk about a good Aussie, a real oh, good My favourite Aussie. I think He's my, apart from me... <laughs> He's my favourite. He's my favourite Aussie as well, Paddy Mills. Oh. Mate, you gotta love yourself. Oh, give yourself a rap, my goodness. I, I am my favourite Aussie. <laughs> Are you not your own favourite Aussie? No. Come on, Paddy is bit of self love. Mm. Um, right, yeah, Paddy, um, massive performance. Massive performance. It wasn't good enough um, uh, to beat Milwaukee. So Milwaukee uh, won one hundred twenty-seven, one hundred four. So Paddy, this is his new club, Nets. Came off the bench, shot seven from seven from downtown, right? Legend. Is that right? Yep. So that's Hold a on. record. Mm. That is a record coming off the bench to do that, yep. I think. I'm right in saying. Well, that's a massive performance, yep. isn't it? 21 so points, two rebounds, two assists. They've got, they've got one of their big names out, haven't they? So Kyrie Irving, who would be yes. their starting point guard, plays Backs. the same position as... Um, as Paddy Mills, also yeah. actually born in Melbourne, funnily enough, uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but yeah. he's uh, he's vehemently anti-vax, right. will not sign, and Brooklyn Nets are probably the worst team to play for in that sense. The NBA aren't stopping unvaccinated players from playing, but uh, New York municipality yes. won't let unvaccinated players into the building, basically, no. in Brooklyn. So he's rubbed out for all their home games. So Paddy last year he came from? San Antonio. And starting there, right? Uh, was always? half and half. It was yeah. used as a sort so of half So still not starting, half. even though they're missing... No. Corey. So they started... Who did they start at the point today? Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But just amazing performance by, by Paddy Mills. So, uh, that He's is what a, they call a sixth man. He's a yes. bench player getting the most playing time. So most of the teams have their, their season openers uh, tomorrow. I think it's about 11, 11 or 12 matches uh, on tomorrow morning. So... Tune in to, to our boys tomorrow, uh, Matty White. Mm. It'll probably all fall over across his uh, his Correct. time on air and mm. maybe even into uh, – and Jimmy will have it all covered too 
I'm oh, sure Kean will be all over it. Oh, special K. Yeah, uh, so huge performance by uh, by Paddy Mills. Well done to him. Uh, what about elsewhere too? Uh, this one I just want to touch on. Um, Steph Curry, right? So he's described his own performance today as trash because he only shot what five from twenty one. That's pretty bad for you. It's it's not That's good. Below twenty five percent. But still, he got his first triple double in about five or six years. Yeah, because he's not a big rebounder. He's a short, well, short guy for the NBA. Only yeah. only six foot, so rebounding is quite difficult. So for him to grab ten rebounds, ten assists, and also score ten points, terrific yeah. effort for All Steph. Right. How are we going over there in the cricket? So uh, just give me an update. We, we're going to break. We're going to have another break shortly, or we want to go back and do some uh, some rewind, some other stuff that's happened throughout the day. Yeah, so we'll do that after the break. Can I give you a bit? Can I sneak Please. some soccer into the program? Oh yes, yeah, sneak some soccer. Champions, in. Champions League last night. Um, Liverpool winning three two in an absolute thriller against Atletico Madrid. Um, in Madrid as well, controversial red card left the door open for Mohamed Salah to win the game again. He's again? just on. Oh, he's on fire at the moment. Oh, Mohamed. Oh, Mohamed. Everything he touches at the moment turning Good. to goals. No, uh, Manchester City getting a 5-1 win against Club Brugge. Bruges, you goose. Bruges. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Brugge. Club Brugge. <laughs> Did you call him Brugge? Club Brugge. You know, Bruges is a lovely place. A lovely place, Bruges. Near Brussels, Brussels not mm. far from it. It's famous for chocolate and also uh, for lace. You know the little doilies you get? Oh, yes. That's Bruges. There you go. Move on. Um, do you know who used to play there? Australian goalkeeper at the moment. Matt Ryan. No, Matty Ryan. Did yeah. He? Was started his career in Club Europe Bruges. at Club Bruges. Surprised you then, didn't I? There you go. With my knowledge of Bruges. Oh, well, I, with I went you there. Not, both. I went there on a Terrific. Bed, and bed the one weekend. <laughs> I didn't go. To, I was didn't go. To it must Amsterdam. have been very good if you remember. Well, it. no, I was going to go to Amsterdam, and I'm not that way, so I went Bruges. <laughs> and Manchester City. You know, like the, uh, sorry, I've I'm gone through the red that. lights. I'm just saying, putting me off. <laughs> and PSG got a three-two win over RB Leipzig, and Messi scoring twice for his new club, Leo Messi, Leo in Messi. France after a career at had Barcelona. Polio as a child. He did. Um, had he's very growth, short. Isn't growth hormone problems as well, which Barcelona had to pay for. After they got him over from Argentina. So you can go on and be you know, Ballon d'Or winner mm. how many times or whatever, mm. having had polio as a kid. Isn't yeah. that an inspirational story, though? Mm. Yeah, He's out of this world, Leo Messi. Tomorrow morning, if you're keen, Manchester United, Atalanta, the Italian side, and Chelsea against Malmo. And quickly, I'll throw in a mention oh, to... Oh, Malmo. Malmo. Oh, so, right. Tell you have you one. been another European so city went, you've been to? We're me, my best, me bestie, right? So yeah. we went, we, we went, decided to pack our backpacks, right? His mm. girlfriend dumped him. My girlfriend dumped me. We're living in Good Perth, timing. just post-Western Reds, right? Mm. Had to get into the UK before we turned 28 to get a bartender's visa, basically, right? Right. We got to London and we, uh, we no, we did before we got to London, we went by, via Tokyo. Then we went to, we flew into Copenhagen, Copenhagen, right? Ooh, lovely So city. we had, we didn't have any, um, oh my. God, tell you what, you can sit there in cafes just like playing tennis, you know, like a tennis spectator. <laughs> I ain't got like no ten- you know where you're going there. Side yep. to side, like people watching are beautiful. Anyway, so we didn't have any accommodation booked in Copenhagen. Mm. So we thought it'd be fine. We'll just get a, a hostel for yeah. the night. No, every room in Copenhagen sold out, fully Ooh. booked. It was um, fashion week. <laughs> in Copenhagen? Yes. How's your luck? So No wonder said, you were playing No, tennis. well, they said, so... That you said, they said you can go to Sweden. I said, sorry? 
Because so we're in to, Denmark. We're in Denmark. You have I to get to, the ferry over. I had to get a ferry to Sweden. It was only about half an hour. Mm. <laughs> and we ended up at this little place called Malmo. Oh, well, we're supposed to stay there for three days. Mm. And we both fell in love with the same girl. Oh. Me and my best mate. That doesn't end well. And we stayed there for three weeks oh, on her floor. <laughs> Beautiful city. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Um, world superstar started his career at Malmo. Swedish. Um, Striker. Played for um, multiple clubs. Uh, Iconic Swedish names. Sweden. Sweden. Zlatan. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We're going to well break. This is Higher Ground. On higher ground, it's time for the rewind. Yes, time for the rewind. Who was that voice there? I don't know. Sounded like our voiceover man, didn't it? <laughs> now this little seg. So we're just going to go back and and do a, a playback a few things from the from today or, or even yesterday. Things that are sort of on. On our charts now, uh, Novak's Djokovic, right? What what the no, hell's like going on there? I like what you've done there. No, Novak's, Novak's, Novak's Djokovic. Yes, very good. So he's in a bit of trouble because no at the moment has no one else come up with that. I haven't heard that. No. You're the first person I've heard say that. Novak's, so there you go. Novak's Djokovic. There you go. Well, he's, he's not a winner at the moment, Chris, because no, that was um, for me. Oh, for coining him well, as Novak's. Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, he's the opposite because. At the moment, in Australia, you're not going to be let in. No double vax, you don't fly in. You didn't, there's not going to be exceptions for tennis players, and particularly in Melbourne, because of their strict stance regarding professional athletes. For professional athletes to engage yes. in their sport, Fair they enough. have to be double vaxxed. So there's a few problems down there with AFLW players at the moment, and AFL men's players as well. But, um, yeah, they're having but, a but few what, issues. What, what, why? So he was asked. He, he won't declare whether he's vaxxed or not vaxxed. I mean, yes. what, I don't get that. Well, is, 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 you're invading my privacy by asking me that question. Is basically what he's saying. Well, why? Why would you say I'm not telling you if the answer was I yes? Know. I am vaxxed. Maybe on principle, sense. he just doesn't want you invading his. Pri- I think it's a bit weird, isn't it? So if I I come up to you on the street and I say. Can I see your driver's license? Mm-hmm. You like you've crashed into my car. Yeah. Can I see your driver's license? None of your business. <laughs> I just think it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's yeah. a bit weird. So he's, if he if he turns up, well, clearly he's vaxxed. Yes. But he will have to well, prove and that. We'll know, we'll know then. Yeah. We'll, we'll know then his stance on it. Mm. So why can't he tell us now? Mm. It's because a bit I think weird, we know what his it? stance is. I think we can uh, put two and two together there, Chris. I don't. Well. well it's a bit weird. You, isn't you're it? the one calling him Novax. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he's if he is vaxxed, he'll play, and mm. then we will know where he stands on it. So mm. it's going to come out in the wash anyway. Mm. Why not just? If he doesn't it come, it's there. because he's not vaxxed. Mm. So why can't you answer the question of a reporter? Are you vaxxed? Mm. Well, I can't tell you. No, mm. I'll tell you in a, in a couple of months. Mm. Weird, isn't it? Um, now, Lee Hadjabentelis, who's the chairman of West Tigers, he's also a uh, chairman, or not chairman, owner, uh, whatever you call it, principal of Bryden Law- Bryden's Lawyers. He was asked today, he was on Vossi, was this yesterday or today? It was, it was on today. Uh, and he spoke um, about 
unvaccinated tennis players and I guess the legal ramifications. And even closer to home, of course, there's a report of an Adelaide Crows um, player, an AFLW player, who has refused to vaccinate. And that's been in the news for the last few days. What makes that case particularly interesting is that the player in question is a registered nurse who has mm. experience working in ICU wards, who would be uh, very much au fait with the, the effects of COVID. Uh, but with respect to Novak, I don't see any particular difficulty there. Um, it is a condition precedent of the Victorian government that if you are a professional sports person and wish to engage in your vocation in that state, you must be vaccinated. He does not need to disclose whether he is vaccinated or not. He just needs to satisfy that condition precedent. And if he can't, he won't be playing. If he can't, Novak, did you hear that? Novak's, did you hear that, right? If you can't prove it, you won't be playing. All right, so there is uh, Lee Hadjibantelis from Brighton's Lawyers on Vossi uh, about that. Now, he also spoke uh, closer to home about West Tigers, Joey Leilua, so he's basically gone. And there were reports a day or two, a couple of days ago, I think, that he'd been offered a, a, a train and trial type contract on $1,000 a week or whatever. He's now saying, no, it was never offered that. That's not the deal at all. And in fact, I think he put on social media, um, why would I want to play under a coach like Madge, Michael Maguire, who won't accept responsibility for team losses and, and Madge always blaming the players? Well, I tell you what, Joey Leilua, and we've never met, I don't think, but um, there seems to be trouble following Joey from club to club and from coach to coach. Let's listen to uh, Lee Hadjibantelis, this time, I guess, wearing the um, the chairman's hat at the West Tigers uh, about the Joey Leilua situation. Uh, well, it's difficult for me to comment on that, Andrew, as you can appreciate. Um, I, I know Joey particularly well, and I do like him as, as a human being. I think he's a lovely fellow and a lovely family man. Uh, but these are difficult decisions that are taken in the context of salary cap and, and list management and decisions taken by our yep. football committee and predominantly our head coach and yep. ones that we as a board support. Okay, so there he is. And, and again, I say I don't know Joey. So he, he obviously is a lovely fellow and lovely family man, um, but he has a history of uh, falling out of favour at a number of clubs. And we do know that he's he's got a short fuse as well. We've seen that, haven't we, from, from Joey. So... How old would Joey be? I don't even. I don't want to throw you on the spot there. I was more talking to our listeners. Uh, they can let me know. They can pick up the phone and call me if they want. They can send me a text, 0457 736 736. Is this the end of the road for Joey Leilua? 29. Is this the end of the road? 29. Thank you, Mad Rusky. In terms of the NRL, uh, where will Joey Leilua end up? Where will he end up? Mm. Uh, it could well be the end. I, I don't know. You might have some thoughts on that. Drop us a text. Let me know what you think. Now, Jackson Hastings. So he's been over in the UK for a, a few years, a couple of years, and he's he's done really well over there. I think he was the Man of Steel, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, maybe last couple year, of years ago, or yep. whenever it was. He's coming back, um, and he's heading to Concord. And uh, you know, he knows he's had some issues in the past. He fell out of favour with some players, namely DCE at Manly, didn't he, a while back? But being overseas and living over there, he says, has, has been really good for him. He doesn't really mind where he plays at the West Tigers. And I believe he was speaking, was he himself, to Vossi? And uh, this was uh, Jackson Hastings speaking to Andrew Voss yesterday. Uh, the main thing is I'm, I'm a way better person, first and foremost, someone that you'd probably want to have in your club, um, someone that's learnt to lead by example, first one to train and last one to leave, that sort of mentality. And then on the field, I've just... 
I can finally say I've turned into a leader. Obviously, as an 18-year-old kid, you're not, you're not naturally going to be a leader. The story always got written that I was a bit ahead of myself and things like that, and uh, majority of that was right, and um, I put myself in uncompromising positions, and I've only got myself to blame. I don't necessarily agree with everything that happened, but at the end of the day, if I didn't put myself in those positions, I wouldn't have had to go through what I went through, so I take ownership of that. But I see myself in the halves. Obviously, I've played the majority of my career there. I feel probably most comfortable there, but... I've said this to Madge as well before I signed. I'm, I'm not going there to, to take anyone's spot or to be this saviour or, or anything like that. I'm going there to fit into what, what's already put in place and try and add to that. Whether that's a half-back, that'd be great. Hooker, off the bench, 13. It honestly doesn't worry me. I'm just, I've got a completely different attitude and outlook on, on the game and I'm just really grateful to be given this opportunity by the Tigers to come. Yeah, and uh, so he you know, he's put his hand up and he, he said, look, you know, he knows that he needed to improve in, in some areas and, and the experience over there has helped him on and off the field. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Jackson Hastings can, can bring to the West Tigers. Um, well, you, you wouldn't have thought he'd be playing halfback because Luke Brooks has that signed up and Luke was the player of the year, I believe, voted for this year at West Tigers. Yeah, you, you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yeah, well. Um, so, yeah, wait and see. Now... Champions League, you mentioned a lot of uh, results in that from today. There's some more Champions League tomorrow morning. Now, um, we have Bozza on this afternoon, I believe, with, with Joel and Fletch. I do like Bozza. I do like Bozza. Worked with him at, at Fox Sports there for a while. He, uh, he's got a crazy laugh. And I was going to, if we had them, I don't think we've got them, so save it for another day. But if we played Bozza's laugh and then, and then the dolphin sound... <laughs> And you, you you could put them two together and overlap, un, you know what I'm saying? I'll do something like that for do you something Friday for, night. For, yeah, we'll do that. Anyway, I haven't heard. I didn't hear what Bozza was was talking about. Uh, let's listen to uh, to Mark Bosnich on Drive with Joel and Fletch today. Mm, and young boys, they're back at Wankdorf. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. No. <laughs> I was waiting for the reference. Uh, we're going to, yeah, they tomorrow morning. They're back at that stadium that you mentioned. Oh, Villa, yeah. I guess Villa Real. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation, but it's close. I got to say that. Fair play to you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the big one, obviously, tomorrow morning, and I'm getting nervous for it already because obviously the teammate who I want so so much to do well, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and they've had a rough time recently. Is Manchester United uh, at 6 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Manchester United versus Atalanta. Um, that's going to be absolutely a huge game for Manchester United. Like I said, coming off the back of, of a defeat on the weekend against Leicester, there's a lot of people calling for Ollie's head. It's a massive month for them. So they've got Atalanta, and then on the weekend, they've got Liverpool, which would be a massive game. Then Tottenham, then Atalanta again, and then Manchester City before the next international break. So really, you have to say, and I was speaking to some people at the Man United Supporters Club, and as much as they love him too, the, the, the same, same feelings, nervous, and they realise that this is a make-or-break month for him. Yeah, there is Mark Bosnich talking to uh, to the Jokers, uh, namely uh, Fletch there, and there are a heap of games in the Champions League tomorrow. Barcelona in action against Dinamo Kiev. Salzburg play Wolfsburg. Benfica against Bayern Munich. Chelsea against Malmo. Lilla Sevilla. Man United against a- Atalanta. Uh, Juve are in action again against Zenit St. Petersburg. Uh, but the one uh, one team there that we don't know much about, most of us don't know much about, he decided to focus on young boys who play at Wankdorf Stadium. 
Alrighty, well, that just about does it for me and for the Mad Russian. I hope uh, you have uh, enjoyed the show. We've certainly enjoyed your company uh, wherever you have been listening to us uh, at home and also to our, our live studio audience. You guys have enjoyed it too, no doubt. Yes, it always, yes. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, they'll be back. You can be back again. They generally come back. Don't they? They generally come back when when uh, Hutchie has, has put a couple of these on the bar for us and we'll try and do it again. Yes, maybe we'll do all that again on Friday. Another edition of Higher Ground with me and the Mad Russian this Friday from 7. Until then, keep smiling. Bye for now.